2021 starts out with reasonable suspicion. Let's talk about it on this episode of Pushback. If you're concerned about the direction our culture is heading, then maybe it's time to push back. Hello and Happy New Year. This is Dr. Johnny, and this is Season 2 of Pushback. I just want to say thank you for uh, supporting me during Season 1, starting this endeavor uh, doing a podcast. I've had such fun doing it. It's been enjoyable. It hasn't been something that seems like a strain or a burden, uh, but something that I look forward to every week, sharing my heart, not just about things that are in the news, but more importantly, about culturally relevant issues that affect us as Christian families, because we are the salt of the earth. We are the ones that go and influence, set and shape the culture. And so that opens the door to so many issues where we have been given the responsibility as his people, as his ambassadors here on this earth to impact and make a difference on this earth. If we're concerned about the direction our culture is heading, then maybe it's time to push back. We've covered many wonderful topics, uh, interesting, important topics through the first season. And now we're embarking on season number two, and I feel the need to jump right into it. When I start a new season, I feel the need to to sort of give a mission statement, uh, reasons uh, why I'm doing this, who I am, what motivates me. But there is too much pressing cultural news that is taking place right now this week uh, that I'm going to have to attend to that first. And uh, sometime in January, I probably will get more to a little bit of the heartbeat of why I'm doing this, just in case you are a new listener uh, to this podcast. Uh, I did get the vaccine about a week ago, um, I have had no reactions. I had a little bit of arm soreness the very first day. Uh, then after that, nothing. Uh, no fever, no achiness, no reactions at all. Uh, I get my second dose on January 19th, so I will let you know what I experience then. Uh, there's been headlines out there that it's rolling out slower than expected, uh, but you need to, again, read into those headlines. They are politically motivated uh, and In actual fact, this has been the fastest and most impressive public health measure in history, in my opinion. And we're actually getting more doses per vial than originally expected. Uh, So I believe things are going well, and uh, we will see as time goes forward. So what I can't break away from uh, this week is uh, election fireworks, I call it. Uh, There's going to be some high drama on Capitol Hill this week, uh, and I don't have time, obviously, to break down all of the election information or the fraud allegations that are out there right now, Uh, but there are major cultural issues at play, and that is my heartbeat. That is the purpose of this podcast, is to share the cultural pieces, the importance of what is happening. I was was saddened and uh, maybe even disheartened uh, by a headline that I read today. Because today is the Georgia election runoff uh, that's so important, uh, influencing and uh, um, 
uh, bringing uh, light to the control of the Senate. There are two seats available from Georgia. If the Democrats do win both, then it would be a 50-50 split in the Senate, uh, and the tie-breaking vote would then be uh, the potential vice president-elect Kamala Harris. Um, but the, the headline read, Georgia election, Loeffler and Purdue, who are the Republicans, uh, need turnout to exceed margin of fraud. Kind of struck me because... That's, there's a certain sadness, a tremendous tragedy in that headline. They, um, he wrote in this article, despite the Himalayan stakes uh, of this runoff, a cohort of Republicans seem to believe that there is little point in casting their ballots for Loeffler or Purdue. They fear that their votes will not count. So they reckon, why bother lining up to vote if their genuine ballots simply will be neutralized by fraudulent ones, physically thrown away, or electronically erased. This is the question mark, this huge question mark that's over our country right now. And there are major concerns, questions, uh, puzzlements uh, regarding the, the integrity of our election, which culturally is huge in a democracy that's been running for so many hundreds of years uh, as the nation of the United States. I want to point out just a couple things specifically in Georgia that creates some of these question marks. Now, this is just a small little sampling size, but I think the key is that these are Democrats that are saying this. And this is what I want to get back to at the end of this podcast. Let me read. I am a registered Democrat, Myra L. Romero wrote in her November 17th affidavit. She observed Cobb County's recount in Marietta on November 16th, she saw that hundreds of these ballots seemed impeccable with no folds or creases. The bubble selections were perfectly made all within the circle, only observed in sections in selections in black ink, and all happened to be selections for Biden. She continued, signatures were not being verified, and there were no corresponding envelopes seen in sight. Romero decided, under penalty of perjury, I believe there was fraud, that there was fraud committed in the presidential election. Carlos E. Silva, I am a registered Democrat. On November 15th, he observed DeKalb County's recount at a precinct in Stonecrest, Georgia. He watched two women count ballots at a table. I noticed that they all had perfect black bubbles and were all Biden select. I was able to observe the perfect bubble for a few minutes before they made me move away from the table, Silva added. I heard them go through the stack and call out Biden's name over 500 times in a row. I also saw absentee ballots for Trump inserted into Biden's stack and were counted as Biden votes, Silva wrote. I also observed throughout my three days in Atlanta, not once did anyone verify signatures on these ballots. In fact, there was no authentication process in place and no envelopes were observed. I have researched, I have reached the conclusion that in these counties I have observed, there is widespread fraud favoring candidate Biden only, Silva judged. There were thousands of ballots that just had the perfect bubble marked for Biden and no other markings in the rest of the ballot. These are just issues that are raised that cause obvious concern. These are just eyewitness testimonies that are different than just conjecture or, as the press would put, baseless claims. 
There has been disappointments all along this process, as uh, even the Supreme Court I quote, Supreme Court Justice John Roberts and his colleagues who refused to hear the aforementioned case was akin to derelict umpires who declined to call a Game 7 ninth inning World Series hinging throw to home plate. I do like my sports analogies and I'm going to come up with one a little bit later here as well. So even though there's disappointments of courts not hearing this important case, hearing these, this evidence, Supreme Court not taking the case, not because of evidence, but because of standing. I'm always reminded that there's a higher way. There is a more supreme way. His ways are higher than our ways, even higher than the highest court in the land. And it says in Luke 8:17, there is nothing hidden that will not be disclosed and nothing concealed that will not be known or brought out into the open. That's my prayer going forward in 2021. Because here we are sitting in rural Minnesota. How much influence do we have? Well, I have my voice. I have this podcast. You're listening to this. We are the people. And we are also connected to heaven. And we are the ambassadors of heaven. We know his truth. And culture is the sum total ways of living. And his ways are higher than our ways. So Lord, I do pray that nothing will be concealed nothing hidden. Senator Josh Hawley, a Republican from Missouri, defended his position to object to the certification of the Electoral College results when Congress takes it up tomorrow, January 6th. <clears throat> At the time of this podcast is actually Wednesday, so that will be January 6th, tomorrow from when I'm recording it. Uh, Georgia Senator, uh, who is running, Kelly Loeffler, announced that she will join 12 other Republican colleagues in objecting to President-elect Joe Biden's victory during the rally headlined by Donald Trump on Monday night. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has told colleagues privately that this is the most important vote of his career and has left colleagues free to vote as they wish. Now, maybe this protest, maybe this vote against the certification of the Electoral College votes is just for show. Maybe this is just senators standing up for their constituents. And you know what? I'm good with that. Somebody has to stand up. I applaud Senator Josh Hawley for taking the stand and being the first one to say, you know what? There's something fishy here. Something isn't right. There are millions of Americans who uh, have questions, and he's standing up for those questions. But Senator Braun, another GOP senator, is actually going to be calling for a delay in election certification and asking for an emergency 10-day audit. Now, this is what I believe is the most prudent action. Do I predict that it's going to happen? I predict probably no. But an investigation is desperately and absolutely needed in America because our culture is at stake. The integrity of what we vote for is at stake. Now, I'm not a legal expert. I will never claim to be. But I read that they don't have evidence, meaning the press is claiming there's no evidence. It's all baseless. They don't have evidence because election officials have locked it away. Trump's legal team requested discovery, which is granted whenever there is reasonable suspicion of a crime. And it grants the plaintiffs access to cold, closed files. Reasonable suspicion might arise from something like locking Republican observers out during the counting process. <laughs> that creates suspicion. 
The definition of reasonable suspicion is a legal standard of proof in the United States law that is less than probable cause. The legal standard for arrests and warrants, but more than just an unparticularized suspicion or hunch. It must be based on specific and articulable facts. Articulable is a hard word to say, even though it's talking about being articulate. (laughs) So do I have reasonable suspicion? I believe that I do. I believe that tens of millions of Americans do. And here's my biggest issue. I just want to share my heart with you. I've been a political junkie. I'm 51 years old. I've seen many elections. I've never, ever seen voting stopped before. The counting of votes. And I have been digging for information regarding an explanation for why mysteriously at two in the morning, I was still awake. I know many of you were. Why all of a sudden everything just halted and not all over the country, just in the swing states. There has been no explanation given to me for this. And my reasonable reasonable suspicion meter is bonging, bong, bong, bong. There's something going on here. Donald Trump sensed it. The American people sensed it. And I still don't have a good explanation for what happened. Except I did find an article that I believe gives an explanation for what happened. This is written by Donald Laux. He's a contributing columnist to the Austin American Statesman, written December 11th. I just want to read this to you. However, it is no accident that in the contested battleground states, ballot counting stopped at nearly the same times and under the same voting tallies. And it's no accident that this only happened in a select few battleground states, not even a majority of states. Those tallies show Donald Trump on the way to victory, then the numbers reversed. But I believe that the possible election cheating started well before that. The Dominion voting system is now being exposed, not so much by the government, but more importantly, by, quote, white hat, end quote, hackers, whose calling is to find weaknesses in such systems and report them. They have found that any voting system that is connected to the Internet is susceptible to intrusion and manipulation. In the 2020 election, hackers of those who wanted to commit voter fraud could have had Plan A, Skew the reported votes tallies to place Biden gradually ahead of Trump. This is called linear progression. By making the tally graph smooth lines, suspicion would be dampened and could have worked until it backfires. Trump's support in this election was so strong that any possible programmed skew could not have kept up with the unplanned strength of the incumbent. So a plan B would have been needed. It was claimed that there were software glitches that required reprogramming the voting machines and computers. That is a giant red flag, or what I would like to call reasonable suspicion. What tabulation program should ever glitch? There is no reason for it except except to change the results. Election officials have said an error in vote counts were human error and not caused by election software. 
But there's more. In a December 3 hearing with Georgia state legislators, Trump's personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, presented a video purporting to show illegal voting activity when he claims workers and election watchers, except for four, were cleared from a tabulation room and told to go home for the night. As soon as they left, the remaining personnel pulled out hidden boxfuls of ballots. These were run through the tabulation machines with no observers. The result was predictable. Joe Biden leapt ahead. Now, if you see headlines currently, now remember, these headlines are by propagandists, not journalists. Please see my previous podcast on such subjects. You'll see referably or, or recurrently that all of the claims of fraud are baseless. No evidence. Not proved. Defunct. You'll see these words over and over again. But anybody who has reasonable suspicion is rising up and saying, wait a minute. At the very least, my spidey senses are tingling and every parent who's, who's a parent here on this earth knows what I'm talking about. There's something fishy going on and you can just sense it. Now that's not enough to overturn an election, just spidey senses. But you'll see headlines like Trump's attempt to turn the election as a coup or overthrow the election results, or thwarting democracy. Senator Johnson from Wisconsin says, we are not acting to thwart the democratic process. We are acting to protect it. He said, the fact of the matter is, we have an unsustainable state of affairs in this country, where we have tens of millions of people who do not view this election result as legitimate. And that is the point. That is our cultural um, unhealthy state in which we live. And I believe the word unsustainable is such a powerful word because unsustainable has everything to do with culture. As long as somebody is going to be objecting to this, Senator Johnson goes and continues to say, we are going to take a vote. Let's propose a solution in terms of transparency, investigation with a commission. Now I get it. If we pursue this, then every loser of every election going forward will claim this precedent and claim fraud. I get that. But there has to be this reasonable suspicion, backed by fact, able to be spoken and articulated, and and this case is full of that. Here's my second sports analogy. They instituted, for those that don't know, instant replay in the NFL going back almost a decade. And everybody was against it because they said it's going to slow the game down. It's going to bring it to a grinding halt. There's going to be too much controversy. And they said that every coach is going to want an instant replay after every play. But the result of it has actually brought integrity and fairness to the results of the game. Now, do I still feel that the referees are in the Green Bay Packers back pocket. Yes, I still believe that there is fraud there, but that's a different issue for a different podcast for a different day. But most fans, interestingly, are willing to go grab some chips or take a bathroom break during the instant replay review and listen to get it right. To get it right, there has been too many controversial losses and there's been too many controversial wins where people have won 
only later to find out that it wasn't even legitimate or based on a horrible call. Instant Replay hasn't been perfect, but it has gotten things right. It has increased the integrity of the game, and most people are seeing that and are willing to take the time to slow the game down to get it right. We need slow motion, instant replay for this election. And if it turns out, quote, upon further review, that the election was not fumbled, then fine, let's move on. But refusing to review it will always have the results questioned, which isn't good for the winner or the loser. They say that there's no evidence that things are baseless. But the truth is that the evidence has yet to be heard and has yet to be heard by the courts. I don't care what the press says. We don't try cases on the press. And my listeners, it is okay in this topic to push back, to be heard. Remember, the loudest voice gets heard. It's even okay to be outraged. This is about protecting democracy, future elections, and the integrity of our culture. See, when someone gets away with it, they are emboldened to do it again. That's the concern in Georgia that's happening today. If this election isn't overturned, then a full investigation must be called upon by the people. Republicans and Democrats should call for this. Why? To get the truth. So, we have to ask our legislatures, our legislators, why they would or would not support full transparency. We need to be a little bit frontal. We need to push back. We need to ask them. If they say it's baseless and without evidence, then we need to ask them questions. Have they looked at all the evidence? Have they talked to all of the eyewitnesses? This is what we elected them for. They represent us, and it's okay for our outrage to be heard. Now, if the conclusion after the investigation is that Trump is a crybaby loser, then fine. That's on him. And we should be okay with that, and we need to move on as Biden is our president. But until it is investigated, we will never know for sure. See, this is about culture. This is what we teach our children that they need to lose with integrity and they need to win with integrity. The heart of this isn't just to get Trump into the White House for four more years. The result of this is to know that my vote matters. It's critical to our culture. It's critical to the health of American culture. And I am calling for, quote-unquote, President-elect Joe Biden to stand up and say, yes, Let's turn over every rock so that my win is legitimate. Let's go slow motion instant replay on the 2020 election so that we know that we won fair and square. I think it'd be one of the most important cultural gestures ever by a president. Do I predict that's going to happen? No. But my question is, what are they afraid of? What are they afraid of? See, this is not a partisan position that I'm taking. And, and so often when we approach cultural issues, it's critical that we look at it from the other side. If it was the tables were turned 
and Trump magically won as votes appeared through the night after voting count, vote count stopped, would I be concerned? Or would I just go, woohoo, Trump won. Let's go on. Stop being a crybaby. No, I think I would really care. I would really be concerned if even a Republican who I would have supported potentially won by nefarious means. Because this is critical for our country going forward. So I am an outraged citizen, <laughs> starting 2021 outraged. Because I have not gotten my questions answered. And I will continue to pursue answers into 2021. And I would ask that you join me. Now, the heart of this podcast is to engage culture. So let's remember, we engage culture with honor. Honor means that we respect one another and have an open discussion. Honor doesn't mean agreement. We don't have to agree with someone. But as soon as we engage in dishonor, we're actually cutting off the lines of communication with the very ones we're trying to connect to. And remember, the goal is not personal attacks or winning an argument or being right. If Biden won fair and square, and this is going to be hard to hear, it's possible that he did. Then I need to accept that and we need to see the evidence as evidence. And the most critical, most effective way of engaging the culture is to ask questions. Just like I mentioned with our legislators, ask them, would you or would you not support transparency? It's an open-ended question that forces them to make a decision that forces them to articulate their position. My friends, we can't just sit back and allow this to happen. We need to stand up. We need to support the legislators who are standing up. And we need to question the ones who aren't. Because finding truth is a win for everyone. So now, let's go together into 2021 to set and shape the culture.